Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to my podcast. I am 24. This is my podcast available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Pretty much where you can find any podcast, you can find 24's podcast. If you didn't catch my last episode, I was talking about Death Stranding, Hideo Kojima's newest game coming out of Kojima's Kojima Productions. Went in depth, looked at the 48 minutes of a pretty good podcast episode. But on top of that, we're also going to look at Carolina versus the Buccaneers. Two 0-1 teams. One team's going to come out 1-1. The other team's going to come out 0-2. Who's it going to be? Cam Newton, Jameis Winston, both guys kind of playing for their lives. One team has Will Greer. One team doesn't have a a quarterback coming off the bench. They're dapping each other up. Let the show begin. Also, Jared McCoy playing against his former team. Former Buccaneer of nine, eight years. Current Carolina Panther. The drama ensues once again. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman casting the game. Unfortunately, can't hear a lick of it. But that is perfectly fine. But also, why I don't think Rob Gronkowski is coming back from retirement as everyone and their mother predicts everyone's like Rob Gronkowski is coming back I don't think so I'll get into that and all of what I just said and more on 24's podcast Jameis Winston warming up on the sidelines I think it's been a couple of days That's why I had two podcasts or I'm going to upload two podcasts coming out today. It's been a couple of days since I last had a podcast. I watched in my spare time. I watched, um, has it been a couple of days? I don't know. I think I think I did upload yesterday, but that's kind of why I've been on, on the grind. I've been trying to pump out a lot of content, trying to get those podcasts up. Jameis Winston, once again, getting warmed up. We'll see. Uh, excuse me, we'll see how good Winston is yet again suiting up, playing for his life. Steve Smith Sr., let me let me play you some of what Steve Smith Sr. had to say. Let me find it out, actually. Let me find what Steve Smith Sr. had to say on Jameis Winston. He articulated this point way better than I can or could ever articulate. Hold on. Panthers, they're about to kick off. Frick, let me let me uh, let me get the uh, the video. Hold on. What's it called? Oh yeah, it was on Rich Eisen. It was on his show. Here we go. Where is it? Here we go. Let me let me find it really really quickly. There we go. All right, here it is. Steve Smith Senior. On. Jameis Winston. Is Jameis's career on the line? Uh, I don't mean to sound alarmist, but uh, week one sounded uh, dreadful. This is his fifth uh, fifth season walk year here. As you know, Arians is a guy who doesn't mess around. Um, and this is going to be his last go-round as an HC in the NFL, it appears. So what do you think? I believe um, 
how come uh, what's his cap number for this fifth year? It's about twenty million and change, about twenty point nine million, Steve. Twenty million dollars in your fifth year, and we're asking, is he a franchise quarterback? In business. You know, I mean, basically what they do, take the cash, put it in the bucket, cut the hole out of the bucket, and pour all the money in there because they're getting no return on their investment. How many times have we seen non-quarterbacks get maybe a year or two, don't perform and get cut? Five years, three head coaches, three different coordinators. Do Are we seeing a trend? Lovey Smith. I mean, third cutter. Now the quarterback whisperer. Steve Smith, senior. Three coaches. Three coaches. Million dollars, five years. Haven't lived up to the expectation. Not at all. Steve Smith, Rich Eisen show. Obviously, a great quote. He has not lived up to the hype, to the expectations. Maybe not the hype, but to the expectations. We'll see. I think they just threw. I think they just ran their first play after kickoff. I think they're at the 50-yard line. Jameis Winston under center. Who's their running back? I have no I, I don't know. I don't know anything about the Bucks. They send the wide receiver in motion. Man, you know, I was talking about Monday night football. The production value, the production on Monday night football just being just terrible. The camera angles, the scoreboard, they couldn't even get the scoreboard right. Couldn't get anything right. Fox, pretty as can be. They got, you know, Luke Keekley, you know, out there. They got the nice camera angles. They don't screw around with the scoreboard. They're giving you some really, really nice stats in the opening of the game. They got, they, you know, they bring up the players and stuff like that. ESPN, their broadcast just sucks. I'm, I'm going to say it. I wish Fox, Fox is taking over the sports game. They are. They're, they're taking over the sports games, you know, that, ESPN, man, they need to get their act together. Seriously. Their sports broadcasts are horrible. Terrible, even. You know, they have that Madden style under center. The camera angle could be a little bit further back. But overall, great production by Fox. 13.45, third and five. Third and 14. Jesus Christ, I was horribly wrong. They tried to run a screen outlet, screen pass to Evans. That did not work whatsoever. Both teams, this may be a snooze fest of a game, by the way. An absolute boring football game I have ever seen. Jameis Winston in the the pistol. They got a halfback out there. Looks like the Carolina Panthers are about to show blitz. They look like they're blitzing, and they do. They send six. Winston gets it off, high off the hands of the receiver. Paraman, you got to catch that number 19. What are you doing? Stop looking out at the scoreboard. Catch dang all football. Jogs back to the sideline, talking to his guy, looking out at the scoreboard, wondering how he didn't catch that. Wasn't on your quarterback, it was on your hands. You shouldn't be looking at the scoreboard, you you should be looking at your hands, asking your hands, why the heck didn't you catch the football, hands? On the tippity tops of your hands, but you gotta come down with it. You're a doggone wide receiver. Gotta come down with it. No excuses. Kickoff, pinon, pinon. Kicks it off to Carolina. Here we go. We get to see Cam bleeping Newton. And the Carolina Panthers just muffed the punt. No return, pretty much. Probably a negative return, to be honest with you. 
Carolina Panther dude, big ass afro, freaking weird ass hair. That damn hair that Car- that Cam Newton has. I'm all for the afro hair, but can it can it be like can it look good? Cam Newton's hair does not look good. That's why I cut my hair. I don't I don't know how to you know manage my hair. I just freaking shave my freaking head. If you're gonna have that type of a long hair, can at least can it at least look good? Dang. That hairstyle looks horrible. I'm black, and it looks terrible. Cam Newton, nine and four, with his in his career, versus the Bucks. Cam Newton in the shotgun. Christian McCaffrey. Apparently, he's he's not only the uh, the Carolina Panthers' best running back, but he's apparently also their best wide receiver. Apparently, DJ Moore, the guy that everyone went Google and Gaga for, he's apparently just he's a no show. Nobody's getting open. In fact, the guy that I just mentioned, DJ Moore, just got a nice little slant route. Cam Newton just gained like 12, 13 yards. First down, Panthers offense. By the way, I think they were pretty much on the four or five yard line of the Panthers. They're driving. Let's see what Cam Newton can do. They all look like they're in street clothes. They don't necessarily look like they're in NFL clothing. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I don't like it. Christian McCaffrey, they give it up, of course. Great running back, first and 10. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought Leonard Fournette was going to be a way better back than Christian McCaffrey. Everyone kept on talking about him being extremely versatile, but I was like, yeah, nah. I prefer, you know, in every, you know, I, I prefer a guy who's who's a running back. I must admit, I was a little bit wrong on, Cam, on Christian McCaffrey. I don't think anyone saw him doing this, pretty much being the wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers, essentially. I don't know, but don't, and, if you, and if you thought you did, you're dead wrong. But, I mean, he's, he's doing everything for the team. He's the wide receiver and the running back, and he runs with power. He runs with some, elusive, with some elusivity and with some speed. Some speed, baby. So I'm not surprised. You know, I'm, well, I'm, I'm very surprised, I will say this, about how good Christian McCaffrey has been over the, uh, the past couple of seasons. I didn't think he was going to be this good. I thought he was going to be good, but I didn't think he was going to be this good. He's so doggone good. He makes all the he makes all the wide receivers look bad. <laughs> uh, what is this? Second and seven. 11, 17 left. Cam Newton in the shotgun gives it to his guy, number ten. I don't know his name. Doesn't go anywhere. Third down. Third and five. Third and four. Samuel looking adjusting his socks as if his socks. Made him go down and not the defender. Cam Newton's been doing a whole lot of passing, not a whole lot of running. We'll see what happens. This is the Bucks. They changed the camera angle from under center to kind of this overhead shot. I like it. Cam Newton in the shotgun. Looking for McCaffrey. And he has him first down. Panthers. They're waving it off. The camera's a little bit wobbly. Y- 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 listen. You broadcasters, not the broadcasters, the the production, everyone, you got to get your camera angles on point, all right? You can't just, I I get it, you can't be under center, like you can't have the quarterback's perspective all the time, you got to go to like on that field perspective, but it's like you got to make sure that your cameras look good, you know? They can't just be these, there's water on the overhead shot. That one of the other cameras is wobbling around. They don't even have the first down markers on the field right now. What is going on with the production right now? 
Like 15 years, 16, 17 years since they've had this? Come on, guys, what are you doing? 20 plus years? Jesus Christ, man. Can we get some consistency in the production, please? I'm complaining about the production. Nobody probably cares about it. As I take a swig of my delicious, high-quality H2O. Christian McCaffrey. Probably looking exhausted. Want to know why? Oh, wait. Buck on the ground. There's a buck on the ground. Christian McCaffrey is looking exhausted. Probably because he's been on every single snap in the game so far. So we'll see what happens. What, what just happened? Okay. My dog on DVR. Here we go. Alright, here we go. So, Panthers. I think they just got stuffed on third down, on second down. Second and four. It's now like third and maybe 11 now. They get inside penetration. It's a run with McCaffrey. Pretty much, yep. Missed assignment. Blocking-wise, it looked like. They just stuffed him in the backfield. Third and seven now. 9.26 left in the quarter. Newton giving up the play call. Rises up. Let's see if Superman can make some something happen here. Wipe that damn camera. There's water all over the camera. There is literal water all over the freaking camera. Like, this is a terrible viewing process. Broadcast. Like, Jesus Christ. If you're going to do the overhead shot, have someone freaking wipe the camera off. Jesus Christ. I get it. I love, I love, it's fourth and one apparently. I love the overhead shot like anyone else, but if you're going to have the overhead shot, at least freaking wipe the damn camera off. Have a guy say, hey, we're not going to use the overhead camera. We're going to bring the overhead camera in. We're going to wipe that thing off. Jesus Christ. They're about to go for it with that damn watery camera as well. Fourth and one. Panthers, they want to score. Newton in the shotgun. McCaffrey behind him. To bring in DJ Moore in the backfield. Cam Newton takes it. Ooh! Tries to get the first down. Think he got it. Think he got it. He extended. He reached. Pretty good play design. Pretty good. Wait, 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 wait. Is it a first down or did they look like a first down to me? He reached. He reached. You got it. Yeah. What what is going on with the NFL network, man? It's 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 uh Troy. I can't tell where the first down marker is. Because A, it's not on screen, and B, they don't have it on the field. So, looks like he didn't get it. Apparently. Man, is this a terrible broadcast. Jesus Christ. I talked about how how terrible... It's raining, by the way, in Carolina. Now I recognize it. I talked about how terrible of a broadcast ESPN's broadcast is. But man, what is going on here? Just have the normal camera angles. Like, revert it to the reverse shot. I'm complaining way too much about the production value. Yeah, he didn't get it. 100% didn't get it. Like, Jesus Christ, if you're going to have all of these different camera angles, like, you can't have water on the camera, man. You can't do it. I, you can't do it. Can't coach him. Can't do it with him. And it looks, I don't know where the first down marker is because they don't show it on the football field. This sucks to watch. So I don't know if he got it or not. They keep showing the, the Cam Newton instant replay, but I can't tell you if he got the first down or not because they don't show it on the screen. It's There's literal, they're standing on a giant green screen and they can't put on the green screen effects. So of course, like I, I can't tell. We'll listen to what 
Joe Buck and Troy have to say about it because I can't tell where the first down marker is. Okay, so hold on. DVR screwed up. Here we go. Here we go. Wait. There we go. Here we go. The 46? Oh, okay. That's why. Okay. I'm like, why is this such a terrible production? I'm like, okay. So they're working with two cameras. All right. Forgiven. He got it. He got it. He got it. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He extended. He reached. Cam's a big dude. You can see it live on television. These referees have got to be stopped, man. You can see it. Cam's a big dude. He puts his left hand down on the ground. His elbow doesn't reach. He's not down, and he extends with the right. And you can see he breaks the plane with both... Uh, maybe not with his right leg. I argued for like two seconds. Uh, I'm like, maybe not. Wait a second. I think he still gets it. I think he got it. I think when he reached, his right arm... He's a big dude. Cam's a big dude. He reached with his right arm. And with... His, like, his right knee had hit the ground. But, like, I think he's, what, 6'5", six, 6'7", six, six, He's a big dude. But he also extended and reached across the goal line. And I think he got it. But it's raining now. So the game's delayed. Boo! Boo! Are you referee? Everyone's leaving. I ain't going nowhere if I'm in that stadium. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not, no. Alright, we're going to be here for a while. Because apparently, the game's been delayed. I didn't even know Chris Hogan was on the team. I completely forgot. Let's listen to what Troy, Troy and Joe are saying. I can't believe that Chris Hogan hasn't been effective like at all. Hold on. Troy Aikman, man, he still looks like he could still sling it. Not going to lie. Still looks like he's 22. Coming down pretty good right now, and I know it did, uh, like you said, in the pregame warm-ups 
It is a late game, and it's getting later. Got to loosen up. Got to loosen up those hammies. I don't want to see you at all. I don't want to see. I'm like, I don't want to see. I don't want to see these guys. Who? Hold on. Who's who's the guy? Who's the guy that um that said that uh, they should trade Dak or that he was talking trash about the Cowboys? It's it's not Willie McGinnis. It's the guy right. It's the guy in the center. Willie, the, not Willie McGinnis. It's the other guy. I can't, I don't even know his name. That's how ridiculous. That's how futile he is. That's how. That's how irrelevant he is. You're irrelevant. Like I don't even know this guy's name. He said something about Dak. They're saying that it's lightning storms. I don't know what's going on here. What's going on in in, in, in freaking Carolina right now? It always rains. It's always pouring. You got Michael Irvin, Colleen Wolf. They're there. What are they saying? Michael Irvin dressed like a freaking peacock or family. I don't know what that ha- what the heck that is. Yep. Alright, I can't watch pretty much the half. You know what? I like watching Michael Irvin. Obviously, 88, playmaker. Gotta respect the playmaker. Man, they talk for a really, really long time. I mean, it's like 10 minutes and they're just like going back and forth, back and forth. I wonder how just... Dis- Disgustingly wet it's going to get there. Frick, man. And it just went all the way back. Are you shitting me right now? Did it just go all the way back to the beginning? Yeah, it, it just it just went back all the way to the beginning of the broadcast. Don't you just love it when your cable provider does that for no reason whatsoever? Every single time you watch football games, it just is like, ah, I, I, don't, I don't really care. I don't really care. I'm just going to go all the way back. So now it seems like play will resume. 42 minutes left or 42 minutes into the broadcast. The play will resume resume at 26 minutes after it started to just come down. Games like these are usually crapshoots, to be honest with you. They usually suck to watch. They suck to cast. They suck just in general. They suck. Jesus Christ. Arians. Who, who just went into the locker room? White. Who's this guy? White. He he looks like a linebacker. Yep, linebacker, inside linebacker, Devin White. All right, 
play will resume. Everyone's warmed up. Their hammies are good. Hopefully they're good. Guys are jumping around trying to get their hammies back into the game. What the heck are you doing, Winston? Just stop pointing your finger. You know what happens when you point your finger. You get laid out. <clears throat> Just get into the huddle. Listen to the play. Call the play. Tell your guys what it is. Everyone's looking around dazed and confused. Why aren't we playing football here? Jameis Winston is rocking back. To side. Here we go. All right. They're in the huddle. Gets out of the huddle. Barber in the backfield. Winston under center. Here we go. First and 10. Gives it to Barber. Barber runs up the gut. He gets stopped by who else? That guy who wears 59, Luke Keekley. Luke Keekley saw the gap. Luke Keekley's like, you know what? Thank you for the thank you for the two, three yards. I'll e- you helped me out so much. I'll even help you up out the ground. Thank you so much. Keekley, man. Oof. Glad I don't have to glad we don't have to play these Carolina Panthers this year. In some ways, in other ways, I know we would beat them. <laughs> I know we would beat them this year. No, we would beat the bricks off of these doggone Carolina Panthers. You know what? No, no harm, no foul. I don't hold a grudge. I don't hold a grudge. Especially when we made it to the playoffs last year. We won our playoff game. They missed the playoffs entirely. Second and seven, Winston in the under center. Looking, actually gets this guy. What's his name? Turn around so I can see your name. Goodwin? There's an, oh, it's third, It's 12. It's the guy that missed that, that let the ball go off his hands. You know what's something interesting about the, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? They have one of the best wide receivers in Mike Evans. And I don't think a ball has gone to him today. One of the best wide receivers. And I'm like, okay. Well, and you know what? This is like, we've played the Bucks two times out of the last three years. I don't remember Winston, like, at all as a Cowboy fan. And we played him two times. And technically, it's now four years. We played him two times in four years. I don't remember this dude. That's, that's not a good sign. Play action at Barber. Play for, no, it's, it's like a read option, I think. He gives it to Barber. Nice job by Winston. Read the defensive lineman coming off free, by the way. Second and four. They're in the red zone now. They're, they've been driving. Remember, that fourth down, uh, the Carolina Panthers were at their own 50-yard line, essentially. So now, we're not at their own 50-yard line. I think they're at just the 50-yard line. So now the Bucks, they're in the red zone. Second and four on the 23-yard line. Jameis Winston under center. Giving it to Barber again. Barber runs over his offensive lineman. There was nothing there for Barber to get to. Barber gets held up. Third down. They're giving Bruce Arians his timeline. As fun as it is to see Bruce Arians and who he is and all that good stuff. At the same token, I also like watching football. Here we go. Winston in the shotgun. Third and two. Let's see what they do. Winston play fakes it, looks around. There you go. Throws a fade to Mike Evans, and it's incomplete. He had the check down, too. He had the first down, but he was going for it all. And I'm like, you had the guy in the, in the out route, right? Yeah, I think you had the tight end. Just give it to the tight end. Yeah, free release. He's wide open. What are you doing, Winston? Look for the tight end. Jesus Christ. That was, was terrible. That was horrible. Terrible. Evans was covered like a blanket. Uh, what Winston, what are you doing, Winston? Winston, look at the tight end. He's wide open. First down two, the drive continues. I mean, he, he acts like he's about to chip. You get, you get the first down, bro. What are you doing? Great coverage by the DV, 
by the DB. I mean, uh, just give it to the freaking tight end in the in the flat. Like he's running an out route, or yeah, he's running an out route. Just give it to the tight end. It would have been first down. It came off of Mike Evans' hand, but I mean, Mike, if you gotta, the coverage was great. You gotta give it to the tight end. Just get the first down. You gotta thread that ball in. If you're gonna make that pass, I I would have just thrown it to the tight end. Keep the drive alive. Like that's easy money. You know that should have. It looked like he was going for Evans the entirety of the play. Like the play was designed for the tight end, and he didn't go for the tight end. He's like, I'm going for for Evans one on one against that other guy. We're in the red zone. Let's take a shot. And I'm like, just, that wasn't the read. He didn't even look towards the tight end. He just was like, I'm just going to lob it to, to Evans. They, they scored three points. All right. Newton, first and 10. S20. I'm already frustrated. Jesus Christ, am I, oh my God. I'm not even a Bucks fan and I'm frustrated. First and 10 at the 25-yard line. Newton looks off. Oh my goodness, that should, oh, wide open DJ Moore. Or, or Curtis Samuel, I think that's what his name is. He's pointing first down. I mean, that's like a 30, 40-yard game. Gain, excuse me. Cam Newton looks... I mean, he's, he doesn't look him off, excuse me. The safety doesn't read the quarterback whatsoever. And, I mean, you want to you wanna talk about he's wide open. And Newton kind of just... He doesn't throw him in stride. He just... The dude kind of has to slow up and come back to the ball. But, I mean, he was open. He was wide open. Play fake to Christian McCaffrey. Newton almost just throws an intercepted pass. As good of a pass as that last pass was, that was a pretty bad pass that he just threw. I completely forgot Indomitian Sue plays for the Buccaneers as well. He replaced, by the way, Gerald McCoy. Linebacker Devin White. He's the guy that they drafted. I think he's the guy that has a horse. He's out. I saw the NFL's coverage on the uh, the draft prospects this year. He was one of them. That sucks that he's out. Also kind of sucks that he plays for the Buccaneers, but what can you do? Second and 10 at the 31-yard line of the Bucks. Cam Newton gives it to his tight end, Greg Olson. See, that's what you got to do, James Winston. Sometimes you got to take the check down. You don't have to go for it all on third down. You know, now it is third down because Olsen didn't get the first down. Because, I mean, as much as people love to say Jason Witten runs, can't necessarily run up the field anymore, neither can Greg Olson. So, by the way, I, I saw all or nothing this year, I kind of hope Greg Olson has a great season. Just because I, I want that guy. I, I want him. He's an old guy. He's a Hall of Famer. I want him to I want him to have a good season this year. Third and four. Let's see if Cam Newton gives it to the tight end. I don't really mind this. This Oh, wait. They're blitzing. And he gives it off to DJ Moore, who, of course, gets the first down. You know, I don't really like... These cam- I, I don't really mind these camera angles, but you gotta go back to the you know to the to the normal on field type of stuff. I don't mind seeing all twenty two guys all the time, but I like you know camera angles changing every once in a while. I don't mind this camera, but you gotta hit me with it every once in a while. It can't be for the entirety of the game. That's all I'm trying to say. And I'm surprised that no broadcast uses it too. It's like I wouldn't mind it if people used it a little bit more often, but when you don't use it. And then you use it all the time. It's like, what, what, what's going on here? First and 10 in the red zone. 
Newton under center brings over DJ Motion, DJ Moore in motion, excuse me. Christian McCaffrey tries to make a cutback. His ass isn't going nowhere fast. Second down and probably seven. Let's see what happens. Isn't where, where is Hogan? Where the devil is Hogan at? Jesus Christ. I'm like, well, where is this dude at? I've been waiting for him to do something. But I mean, he didn't have a catch in the Super Bowl, to be honest with you now. Didn't have a catch in the Super Bowl. What is he? he he's like a two-time Super Bowl champion with the um with the with the Patriots. Second, uh, second and eight, excuse me. At the 15-yard line, Newton in the shotgun, shuffling, scrambling, looking around. He may run, but he also tosses it out of bounds. Nowhere for it has to go. Newton is talking to someone on the sidelines. It's like, bro, you're Cam Newton. What are you doing? Jesus Christ. Don't talk to these guys. Third and eight. I thought Newton had someone down the field. He scrambled. He didn't. He, he tried to run, but he, he also kind of scrambled. It was very, very weird. Let me take a swig of my water really, really quickly. Hold on. Cam Newton. It's third and eight. 15-yard line. Let's see what he can do. Just convert. Just convert. Keep the drive alive. And throws a, a pass to Greg Olson. That was just, I mean, not a good pass. Not a good pass. Fourth down. It's about to be three and three. Uh, excuse me. Three and three. 252 left in the first quarter. Oh, wait, they got an, they got the cameras back on finally. They got the cameras back on finally. Oh my god. I don't like I don't I don't know how long I could have taken to watch this other uh, this broadcast. Jesus Christ. First and 10. Second yeah, first and 10 after 25 yard line, they gained 2 uh, 2 yards. It's now second and 8. Winston in the shotgun. Let's see what he can do. They blitz the Carolina Panthers blitz. They pick it up. The 12 Godwin gets tackled by Eric Reed. Good acquisition by, of course, the Carolina Panthers. A little bit controversial. Do I care? No, not really. Especially if he can win football games for me and make plays like that. Stop him short of the first down marker. Luke Keekley telling his guys what he's got to do. That's what he does. Carolina Panthers release Thomas Davis. Who does he play for again? Who does Thomas Davis play for? Thomas Davis was the Jalen... To Luke Keekley's Leighton. Who does he play for again? Plays for the Chargers. Okay. I'm like, I I'm like, I know he's still in the NFL, but I just have no idea who he plays for. Okay, that's dangerous that he plays for the uh for the Chargers. Remember, third and six. Bucks, they're trying to continue the drive. Panthers, they rush four. Cornerback trying to make a play. Tight end trying to make a play. He is going nowhere, and it is now fourth down. Bruce Arians is like, look at the first down. He's right there. He's down. Bruce Arians, you ain't getting that call. <laughs> you ain't getting that call, Bruce Arians. So they're punting with Panon. The Bucks do. Carolina muffed another punt. Someone talk to the special teams head coach and tell him he's doing a banged-up job right now. And by banged-up job, he's doing a terrible job. He needs to tell him McLeod, 14 Muffs the punt again. It's like, dude, the ball isn't that wet. You should be able to get you catch the damn ball. Catches it, tries to catch it with his body instead, and he gets flattened for it. And 
what uh, the guy with the dreads has to pick it up. Someone's telling him on the sideline, like, bro, don't catch it into your body. Catch it into your, with your hands. And then when on top of that, shave your damn head. Your hair is too freaking big. Jesus Christ, it looks like a nest. Uh, it, it looks ridiculous. Shave your damn head. Put it in some dreads. What are you doing, man? Jesus Christ, that's that's too long. That's too much hair. My goodness. Sometimes it's too much. Shave it. First and 10 at the 22-yard line of the Carolina Panthers. They got a big boy tied in in there, motioning, play fake. Oh, nope, they don't play fake it. They give it to Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey gains like five yards. Bounces off of a tackle. Breaks one tackle, excuse me. Gains another two, three yards. Great job by him. They're showing a lot of Cam Newton missing right now. A lot of short throws. I mean, eh, I, I this year, I mean, I don't, I don't get how he can miss these passes, man. I really, really don't. Like some of them, as much, it's, it's weird. Dak got criticism for making these same throws that Cam Newton is missing currently. Like he's missing a lot of short throws, easy throws that he should be obviously making, and um, Dak Prescott gets criticized for making those throws. It's kind of weird, right? kind of weird now that cam he has to now go back try and learn the new throws trying to lo- learn the short intermediate throws because really it's death by a thousand paper cuts in the nfl you're not going to gash him on every single play the play to dj Moore, you're not going to get all the time or curtis samuel whatever his name is you're not going to get every single time you're going to get the tom brady take what they give you type of throws and you'll drive down the field because of that that's why Tom Brady's been so successful, because he takes what the defense gives him. Hey, you're going to stop the run? Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw. You're going to stop the short intermediate throws? Guess what? I'm taking the top off the defense. You think you're going to you're gonna beat me by not t- by not playing to, to take out the deep ball? Guess what I'm going to do now? Going to run the football on you. So, you got to be fluid, man. In the words of Bruce Lee, be water, my friend. Cam Newton... Trying to be like water. Dak Prescott, trying to be like water. Succeeding at it, by the way. Tom Brady, there's a reason why they call him the GOAT. Second down, they convert. Second and one, excuse me. They convert with Christian McCaffrey up the gut. They got to get him. They got to find him a, a, a partner, man. They got to find him another running back. Because this guy, man, whew, he is their offense. <laughs> I'm like, he is their offense. He is... He, he's doing he's doing the most right now, man. I mean, I, I, you're, you're going to have to pay this dude a lot of money. People thought that, you know, P, Dow, what was his name? Jerry Jones. He was like, you we don't want to reset the market with Ezekiel Elliott. We don't want to do that at all. And they reset the market with Ezekiel Elliott. They're going to do it again with Christian McCaffrey. Newton winds up again and throws out of bounds. You got to, again... You gotta stop taking the top off. By the way, free safety was there to make a play. You gotta stop taking the top off the defense. Now they're expecting it to. You gotta, you gotta gash them. You gotta create that death by a thousand cuts. By the way, speaking of contracts, what the hell's going on, Jerry? Why is Dak Prescott not signed going into Week Two? As much as people, as much as I say this all the time against the NFC East, I don't think that the NFC East specific. I don't think this game against Washington is gonna be uh, close. Like, I think the defense is going to start showing up. I think Case Keenum will get shut down. 
And I think Dallas's offense is going to have a field day on Washington. I I truly worry about how much money Dak Prescott is going to take away from Dallas. <laughs> I'm like, listen, Jerry, you know, you should have signed him. You're regretting it now because probably, to be honest with you, now he's probably looking to reset the quarterback market. He probably wasn't beforehand. Now he's like, bro, perfect passer rating. Pay me my money. I don't want 33-34. I want 36. Russell Wilson may have a Super Bowl, but I have a perfect passer rating. And Russell Wilson has not been back to the Super Bowl since having an elite running back and an elite defense. Don't talk to me about how Marshawn Lentz wasn't an elite running back when he was in his prime. He was. Potential Hall of Famer, by the way. Especially, You know what? He's a Hall of Famer. Especially since, by the way, if they had run it on for, on second and one or first and one, whenever it was, they would have won the freaking Super Bowl. Don't tell me that Marshawn Lentz is in a Hall of Fame Super Bowl. There's no defense in the NFL that could have stopped that guy on first and one at the goal yard line. Don't tell me about freaking defenses and, and, and he's not a Hall of Famer. He is. Disgusting that people would try and tell me different. False start on the offense right now. But Dak, his deal is going... By the way, it's now like second and 29 probably. Because they had another penalty on Christian McCaffrey or something like that. Helmet to helmet. Something, I don't know. But now, again, they're backed up. Now it's second and 24. So, no, holding is a 10-yard penalty. A false start is five. So now you have, obviously... In Dallas, of course. Uh, Jerry not wanting to budge on this. And it's like, listen, if have you seen who the Cowboys play this year? Has anyone seen who the Cowboys play this year? They play against the AFC East. When do we play the Jets? Because apparently Sam Darnold, being a freaking teenager, was macking on a girl or something like that. Caught mono, mononucleosis, other known as the kissing disease, where... By the way, helmet-to-helmet collision on Christian McCaffrey wasn't called at all. So, Sam Darnold contracts mononucleosis, which is commonly referred to as the kissing disease, which is commonly referred to as the teenager making out disease, necking disease and stuff like that. Cam Newton gets the ball batted down on third down. It's now fourth and 19. Sam Darnold is not playing against the uh, the other team and people are like oh my gosh this is terrible for the Jets predictions the J- for the Jets projection oh my gosh the Jets they're not going to do anything this year the AFC East is pretty much locked up I mean it was already locked up when the season started it's like I, I couldn't I couldn't believe that people were so like exasperated by Donald getting mono it's like you guys weren't winning any games this year you guys were losing the majority of your games you play in the AFC East with the Patriots. You thought this year was going to be different because Darnold was Darnold was what one more year left in the not left, excuse me, but he was one more year older. Sorry, not sorry. In the words of Demi Lovato, he's going nowhere fast. You guys are going nowhere fast. Colin Cowherd talked about it today. Let me let me find it. He was like the Jets, the the, the AFC East is now going to to the Patriots, and it's like it was already going to the Patriots. What are you talking about? Going, going to the Jets. Here we go. Here we go. How the Jets already handed the AFC East to the Patriots just by being the Jets. How about that? Sam Darnold is out for Monday Night Football against the Browns and Baker Mayfield. First of all, on a personal note, I bummed out. 
I'm bummed out. I wanted to watch the game. Uh, it was uh, Vegas has it as a two, three-point game. I thought Cleveland would probably win it, but it would be close. It would be fun. These two guys, you know. Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. Baker Mayfield is like the Antichrist to Colin. Baker, uh, Sam Darnold is like Jesus Christ to Colin Coward. <laughs> He he was you know listen I don't think I don't think Baker was going to lose to Darnold and I don't think it was going to be close I I I thought I thought they were going to win by two put uh, by like two possessions by like ten points I think that's just my opinion he's going to talk about that uh, like he always I does him. I think he's a great kid um, not Mahomes talented but a great kid so I wanted to watch this game Darnold's got mono he's out he's not only out now he's out for several weeks. Uh, it's contagious. They don't want him around the team. It's out. And it bums me out personally because I couldn't wait for the game. This was going to be Darnold Baker. I was going to have a huge Tuesday rating because you're all going to come in if Baker won and crush me. And if Darnold won, I was yeah. going to crush you. Yeah. Sucks, yeah. <laughs> and it's done. Now, I want to say this. Over half the playoff teams last year in the NFL lost week one. So week one, you can lose week one. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, so you can. So team goes you can. one who cares, right? Like over half the play- Um, I care. I care. Because <laughs> it's a game. It's it's a game within the NFL. Listen, as as great as it is to say that, you know, half the playoff teams lost week one, they also, some of them had to recover mid-season, right? Some of them had to get into that playoff form. The Patriots, the Cowboys, some of the teams that, you know, were losing a lot of games early, they had to recover. And it left their divisions wide open for the taking. And for some, I mean, listen, the Patriots, they weren't conceding the AFC the AFC East. The Cowboys almost did, right? They almost conceded the NFC East. So when you have teams losing week one, it's not a good thing. It's not a good, let's let's just make sure it's not a good thing. I don't think it's something to overreact to, but it's not necessarily positive, especially if it's against a team like the Giants. Like everyone is like, oh my God, look at Carson Wentz. He's so phenomenal. He's great. And because he came back 17-0 from the Washington team. And it's like, dude, that's what he should have done. He should have done what Dak did to the Giants mopped the floor with them for three quarters, and then sat down pretty much for the fourth quarter. But he didn't do it because he's Carson Wentz. Teams, four division winners last year, lost in week one. But I will tell you the Jets' season today is over at 0-1. It's over. It was over before it began, Colin. It was over before it began. They're the Jets. They weren't winning nothing this season. They are the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. First of all, their schedules they weren't winning now anything. They're going to a backup. This is a wildly dysfunctional organization to begin with. Season's over. They will go one and five or zero oh and six. Uh, over the next, they're going to lose now. Cleveland's going to crush them. Uh, they're going to lose at New England. They're going to lose at Philly. They're going to lose to Dallas. They're going to lose to New England again. It's zero oh and six. Uh, one and five at best. Season's over for the Jets. They play Dallas week six. They play against the Cowboys. Uh, they no, excuse me. They play against the Cowboys week six. They play against the Patriots week three. They play against the Patriots week seven. They play against the Patriots at the Patriots week three. So that's that's going to be fun to watch the uh, the destruction. But the, I mean, they weren't going anywhere, right? Like this was. Am I the only person that thought that the Jets were going to miss the playoffs by like three, four games? They play against the Patriots twice this year. They're playing up against Philadelphia and the Cowboys and the Patriots. Like, even even if Darnold, excuse me, even if Darnold was going to not not lose three to four games, be three to four games out of the playoffs, like, even if Darnold was in this, like, selection of games, right, they're losing most of these games. What what are people talking about? The Jets are, 
are potentially a playoff team. They could do something this year. They play against Cleveland Monday night. They play against the Patriots uh, week three. They play against, because they have a bye week, week four. They play against the Eagles week five. They play against the Cowboys week six. They play against the Patriots week seven. That's five straight losses with or without Donald. Donald, it doesn't really matter which way you slice it. Like, why are people getting all in, like, like why are people saying, like, they were actually going to do something? They were going to do jack. Donald and Baker Mayfield came into this league, and, and Joy is my witness. I said they're going to have to overcome dysfunction. And Baker, I said, may be undone, unraveled by his organization. Well, Baker's already on his second head coach. I don't think any of you think Freddie Kitchens is going to be Baker's Belichick. Yeah. Uh, they've already got a G. But so has Dar- Darnold. He's already on his second head coach as well. Who gave away their second best offensive lineman, and the Browns' offensive line was overwhelmed in week one against Tennessee. So it looks like Baker's going to have to overcome a rookie head coach who's over his skis and an offensive line that is bottom five in the National Football League. Sam Darnold now is on his second coach and his second general manager. In the draft, the previous general manager had two jobs, figure out corner and figure out receiver. They didn't address either one of them. Then they whiffed on their third pick, uh, their first pick in the third round. Uh, He's a head case. He's already been cut. They had a really good kicker last year. They released him. They had a wide receiver who couldn't stay healthy. They gave him an extension. He's out for the year. The four highest-paid players, MRI for Le'Veon Bell. The receiver's out for the year. Leonard Williams has a groin issue. Sam Darnold's got mono. they got to keep him away from the troops for probably 10 to 14 days. Season's over. But ask- Season was over before it began. You're, you're the Jets. You are the J-E-T-S Jets. Jets. yourself this. Of the five quarterbacks taken two years ago in the first round, who's winning games? Mayfield. The last one picked. Lamar Jackson. Why? Oh yeah, and Dak. Wait, wait, wait. Out of the fi- out of the last five years, hold on, the hold on. The last one picked. Hold on. Ask yourself this: of the five quarterbacks taken. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, it's it's Jackson. Two years ago in the first round. I thought he said five years ago. Who's the? I was like, isn't it Mayfield? Isn't it Mayfield? No, it's Who's it's, it's Jackson, and it's because he's with the Baltimore Ravens. Winning games. The last one picked. Lamar Jackson. Why? Part of it's because when you get picked at the end of the first round, you go to a better team. The Patriots, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Re- Lamar Jackson, elite head coach, elite organization. State- Hold on. I got a Cam just made one of the worst th- throws. I've. He made one of the worst reads I've ever seen him make. Hold on. GM. State- I had to pause it. I'm going to talk about it in a second. Roster. Look at how well the Ravens have put things around Lamar Jackson. They got him tight ends. They got him receivers. They got the O-line. If Darnold had had what Lamar Jackson has, would have, he would just be this phenomenal player. He would be, oh my God, Lamar, Lamar. If Lamar was in the, it was with the Jets. Oh my God, he would be. He would already have been cut. He would have been just terrible. That's why Lamar's winning. That's nothing against Lamar Jackson. It kind of is, actually, Colin. It kind of is. It actually kind of is because your guy's losing. Lamar's winning. I'm I'm on team Lamar. I'm on team Darnold as well. But it's like he's playing for the Jets. You guys aren't winning anything. And I knew what I knew the argument that Colin was make was gonna make because this is literally the, the argument that everyone makes. It's the argument that people were like, "Oh my God, if 
Carson Wentz had Ezekiel Elliott. Oh my God, he would just, if, if he had that offensive line, oh my God, he would just be phenomenal. And it turns out that if you are Carson Wentz and you are have, and you do have one of the best wide receiving cores in the league, if you have one of the best tight ends in the league, if you have one of the best defenses, defensive lines in the league, if you have one of the best wide receivers, uh, excuse me, offensive lines in the league, you still have to make a miraculous comeback in the third and fourth quarter, pretty much the entirety of the second half, technically it was like the fourth quarter, to try and win the football game, and you have to have the other team just fumble the freaking game out of their hands as if they're tripping over water in shark tails. Just a ridiculous move by Washington, just losing that football game when they 100% should have won it, but that's perfectly fine. That's just how the that's just how the NFL works sometimes. Sometimes you have a bad quarterback like for instance Jameis Winston going to an organization like the like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and he's going and he has gotten a lot of chances. Other times you have Cam Newton going to the Carolina Panthers and look at what he's done for for the entirety of his career. He hasn't had as good of a season as Dak Prescott had in 2017 really consistently. He's had some good seasons here and there, but he hasn't had consistently good seasons, like stringing along four or five really good seasons. But, you know, no one's going to talk about that. Everyone has their guy. Everyone has their guys. Even I have my guy. I have, well, I have my guys. I have the homies. I have the boys, right? Brady, Breeze, uh, Belichick, Wilson, uh, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott. I have a lot of guys. I have a lot of homies, right? I have a lot of boys. Pause. On all that stuff, by the way. But I'm not like going to hone in on one dude and be like, he he could he could have been great if he was drafted by Baltimore. He could have been done this, he could have been done that, da 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 da. da. I'm not gonna do that because that's ridiculous. Cause and, and I've heard this time and time again by people. It's like if this quarterback, right? Because they make this stupid argument. Where it's like, if you're supposed to be the guy, if you're supposed to be this elite level quarterback, you should be able to win without any talent around you. And then, when you have high-valued draft picks and high-valued quarterbacks going to teams with no one around them, it's all on the other team. It's all on the team, right? Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't have an offensive line. He doesn't have a defense. He doesn't have a running game. Oh, it's on everybody else. But I thought Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be an elite-level talent, right? Same thing goes with Darnold. I thought he was supposed to be this elite-level talent. Isn't he supposed to elevate his talent? That is what the quarterback should do, right? Am I the am, am I the only one that that just I don't get it. I don't get it. Donald is not as good as people think he is, and yes, the team has an obvious contribution to that. It's what happens when you get drafted to the Jets. But this is what I said about Baker and Sam Donald. When you get drafted in the top 10, look at what Josh Rosen's already faced. Arizona and Miami. His career is almost done. He's been terrible, though. He's he's been he's been terrible. He not even he not even played really more than a full season yet. So Sam Darnold. No, he, no. Well, he has. He has. He started late, but he he's been terrible. Let's be honest with you. Kyler Murray doesn't have an offensive line, and he almost came back against a former Patriot head coach or defensive coordinator, and Matt Patricia almost came back to them, almost won the game. Like he almost won that football game. In Arizona against Patricia. I don't know. Kyler Murray to me is better than Josh Rosen ever was because Kyler Murray's like, the situation isn't perfect, but I'll try and make it work. And you started to see him try and make it work. He's the type of guy that elevates talent, but Kyler Murray's not going to get any credit for that. Monday, Jet season's done. Of course uh, it's done. Will win. Good for him, one and one. That schedule's rough, though. But remember, 
Michael Jordan and LeBron James are the two best basketball players I've ever seen in my life. This is the NBA where over half the teams make the playoffs. This is the NBA where an individual player can carry you between the two best basketball players ever because of the dysfunction they inherited in the NBA. It took a combined five years to even win a playoff series. This is a league where half the league makes it. LeBron and Michael. Michael, through first three years, struggling playoff. Uh, LeBron didn't even make the playoffs for the first two years because they had to overcome. Uh, because know. he was 18. Like, let's be honest with you. LeBron was 18. He, he went from Akron to Cleveland in high school, from high school. Like, he didn't go to college. He was 18. It's like the Browns were, te- not the Browns, the Cavaliers were terrible for his first two years. But he was 18. Some of these quarterbacks, they are, they're not 18. They're not kids. They're adults. They are developed players. And the like, think about it like this. When LeBron went from high school to the pros, he went from high school to the pros. There was no college in between. So, of course, you're going to expect him, like Sam Darnold has played against some actual talent in college, right? College preps you for the NFL, right? But here we go again, a lot of excuses for a lot of guys who aren't meeting the expectations of the people who are defending them. If Dak Prescott was trash, I would say he was trash, but he's not good. Excuse me, he's not trash. And I knew he wasn't trash since I saw that last, like, when when did I knew that Dak Prescott was going to be great? That Giants game. Really, it cemented that for me. That Giants game, the, the the final weekend, the final week in the season, it's a it's a it's a throwaway game. You win it, it doesn't matter. You lose it, it doesn't matter. And he has one of his best games of his entire career: four touchdowns, over three hundred yards, the pirouetting out of the pocket, throwing a strike to Cole Beasley in the back of the end zone. Oh, and by the way, I love I freaking love how people are like, oh yeah, you know, uh, freaking um, Dak Prescott doesn't elevate any talent around him. Oh my goodness, it turns out Cole Beasley isn't as good as people thought. As a matter of fact, you know what, I'm going to do this later on. Let me write this down. Let me write, because I'm on a freaking roll right now. Let me write this down. I'm going to look at the Jets versus the Bills game in the next couple of days. Maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day. But don't you just love it whenever guys are like, let me defend my guy. Let me let me defend my guy and bash this guy. And they go out on national television and they absolutely lie to their audiences and they just look like fools. I like Colin Cowherd, but the like they were not making the playoffs. The Jets weren't doing anything this season. To pretend otherwise is absolutely ridiculous. And it's funny, he as soon as Dak struggled, he jumped off the bandwagon. He's like, and, and I was happy that he jumped off it because now he has to backtrack and try and find the middle ground of, well, I said he was trash. I said he's not a franchise quarterback. I said he's not elite, but then he throws for 405 yards on, you know, on 32 pass attempts and he has, and he has a perfect passer rating. Like, what am I going to do? Da, 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 da. Lamar Jackson, I thought he should have sat. I da, 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 da. So now, he says that Sam Darnold is his guy. He's going to do all this amazing stuff for the Jets. The Jets got a real quarterback. Congratulations to the Jets. And Sam Darnold is out with mono. You know what? I'll say this about Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has had a lot of issues off the field. And by a lot of issues, I mean the crotch grabbing, the trying to run away from the police, that type of stuff. But at the same token, he's never been 
out of a game because he's contracted mononucleosis, other known as, otherwise known as the kissing disease. The bad owner, the bad GM, the bad roster, the wrong coach. And that's in basketball. In football, you can be great, Andrew Luck. What are you going to do with a bad GM? An impulsive... Go to the AFC Championship game. Go to the AFC Championship game in, I think, your second or first, maybe even your third year. Obviously, the GM detracted from his career, but he could have left. In my opinion, I think he should have left. I think with Deshaun, he needs to look at his season this season and make some hard decisions, especially if he looks in the draft and they don't get an, uh, an elite guy out of college. He needs to start looking for a new team. Like some of these quarterbacks, like Cam, he's taking hits. Deshaun, he's taking hits. Andrew Luck's taking hits. It is proven that if you are a quarterback in the league, you can't take hits like that. Especially Deshaun, who isn't a big guy, who's a smaller guy. He's like 210. He weighs 210 because he's athletic, and he's got to start finding a new team, you know? Forget about the money. Go to a team that's going to protect you, which is why I've been saying for almost the past couple of weeks that, you know, Tom Brady, he's about to retire. If I'm Deshaun, I'm like, trade me to the Patriots. Trade me. The Patriots, they get Antonio Brown or someone else or whoever. I don't really care who's in the trade package. Trade him to the Patriots. Because, or, or release him or something if you can't get him an offensive line. Because the Houston Texans, they are a joke for losing that game to the Saints. Just like how some of these organizations are a joke for not protecting their quarterbacks. Owner, the wrong coach, no O-line. So Monday's game, which was going to be so much fun for all of us, uh, Cleveland wins. They're one and one. It'll be a blowout. And uh, the Jets, Sam. Dar- he says he says that it's a blowout, so that way next week he can say, well, if it's not a blowout, it should have been a blowout. By the way, it's not going. It shouldn't be a blowout. What make what gives what makes you think that it's going to be a blowout next week? Because Sam Darnold isn't playing, it would have been a blo- it would have they would have dominated. I won't say it would have been a blowout, but they would have dominated the Jets without Darnold because this is going to be the game that they come back and they wake up after the Titans game or they fall under the pressure of expectations right the Cleveland fans were booing Freddie Kitchens after he came out of the field off after he came off the field so and he's like I'm not worried about it I am worried about it well you should be worried about it you lost to the Tennessee Titans you underestimated them, and he got just absolutely punched in the mouth. Baker was going to have to overcome a lot of dysfunction in Cleveland. Look at what Sam's already having to deal with. It's a mess. I mean, it. it and now Sam's sick, and uh, done. Season over for the Jets. And, I, and I, I'm not one of these people that is, oh, my God, because I, I actually believe a lot of 0-1 teams are really pretty good. I think Carolina lost, didn't hurt them. Chicago, Steelers, eh, don't. It don't matter. No, it does. Those aren't playoff teams. Those are not playoff teams. They will not make the playoffs. A lot of 0-1 teams are really, really good teams. Carolina's not. I'm watching them. They aren't making the playoffs. Uh, I, I paused it when Cam was making a bad read on third and three in the red zone. You, you got to listen. That He has, hold on, he has in the middle of the field. Who does he have? He has 10, pretty much, 10 runs this weird, like, he, he pretty much runs a comeback, and he, the dude's wide open. 
but he he gives it to I think DJ Moore on a crossing route, and it's just it's just not a good pass. The DB, I mean, no one's covering, no one is covering ten, and I just, I don't get it. I I, I I don't I don't I don't get it, man. Huh, man. As much of a headache as Baker is, I mean, he isn't even a headache anymore because he he hasn't done anything in like two years. But I mean, your guy contracts mono. Jesus Christ, man. Mono. Seriously? Mono. Come on, man. Mono. Mono and he's like, Baker has issues. Apparently, you have to, like, make out with a girl's neck to get mono. I have no idea how you get mono. How the frick do you get mono? Hold on. Let me look this up. How do you get mono? Through saliva. So you can get it through kissing, but you can also be exposed through a cough or a sneeze or by sharing a glass. He got it from making out with a girl. Oh, God. That's so freaking disgusting. I'm like, how do you get mono? I'm, I'm like a child almost. I'm like, how do... I never... Mono wasn't an issue for me when I was a kid or a teenager, right? Like, Jesus Christ. No one in my high school got mono, mono as far as I... Because it would have spread like wildflower. Everyone was making out with everyone. Jesus Christ. Uh, sec- second quarter, 726 left in the second quarter. First and 10, I think for the Bucks. After a field goal by the uh, by the Panthers, who of course did not convert in the in the red zone. This game has actually kind of been interesting. Um, the quarterbacks they just aren't completing in the red zone. This kind of reminds me of Dallas last year, where they just couldn't do anything in the red zone. They couldn't convert in the red zone. They couldn't score in the red zone. You know, on plays where they needed to score, they just didn't score. So now you got uh, the Bucks. The Bucks have a lot of black coaches. I'm all for it. I'm all for more inclusivity, more diversity in the coaching staffs. Second and four on the 45-yard line, play fake to Barber. And it's, I mean, it's a it's a really, really nice play. It's a really, really nice play to the tight end number 80. Winston is saying holding, but I mean, his throw was way too high, way too high for him, for the tight end. I don't know what it's called. I think pushing or something like that on the offense. It's second down, repeat second down. I mean, Winston, Winston had the tight end, but it wouldn't have mattered anyways. Second and 14, Winston in the shotgun. Winston fires it and it's at the feet of number 19. Winston, why does everyone look at the scoreboard expecting the scoreboard to bail him out? I'm not gonna lie to you. Whoever this offensive coordinator, he's he's been he's been calling the plays. Whoever's been calling the plays, whether it's Bruce Arians, the offensive coordinator, they're doing a pretty good job. They're doing a really, really good job. Winston steps up. He, he threw it out in the flat on third and fourteen. That's not gonna do anything for you. I'm like, oh, that, that, that's a wasted possession. Para, uh, oh my god, Paralinas. Panthers are going to make a stop yet again. It's pretty much like a three and out. Almost. Nothing too memorable. If the game doesn't, if it doesn't start interesting me, 
If something doesn't happen soon, I'm going to start fast-forwarding through the game, to be honest with you. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. My DVR just did it again. So, the 2000 head coaches, the new head coaches, by the way, week one results, all of them are losses, except for Matt LaFleur, who won, and Cliff Kingsbury, who tied. Zach Taylor of the Cincinnati Bengals, lost. Freddie Kitchens, lost. Vic Fangio, lost. Brian Flores, lost. Adam Gase, lost. Bruce Arians, lost. I have no idea how Adam Gase has the job in the NFL. I mean, I, like, I get it. You want to get a new guy. But what what in Miami says to you, what did he do in Miami that says to you that Adam Gase is a good head coach? What did he do in Miami that says anything? Because he was terrible. There, that team, That team was terrible in Miami. First and 10 at the eight-yard line. Play fake. Newton winds up. Gives it to his guy, Samuels, converts on first down. A nice, like, 10, 12-yard strike to Samuels. What the heck did Adam Gase do to really warrant any kind of hiring for him as a as a head coach in the NFL? He was terrible, man. And the fact that he didn't want Le'Veon Bell in New York, I mean, at that point, he should have been fired. I think the GM of the Jets got fired, and then... Adam Gase became the GM. I'm like, this is why you don't hire head coaches that are just terrible. Terrible. I'm just terrible. Newton, low throw to DJ Moore. I am about, I'm like five seconds away from fast forwarding if if Cam doesn't do something, man. Because this just isn't fun to watch. This is why I don't like to watch bad Thursday night football games. The Bucks versus the Carolina Panthers. Remember what Colin just said. The Panthers are a playoff team. They're a playoff team. Are you sure about that, Colin? Because I don't think they are. Cam is missing. Cam looks like he's hurt. He looks like he is hurt. A lot of his throws are are ending up at the bottom of the uh, at the feet of his wide receivers. I'm like, you can't let this stand. And I think they changed his throwing motion. So obviously he's got to adjust to it. But I mean, a lot of the balls are just at the feet of the wide receivers, man. This is different from Dak, where Dak last year was overthrowing guys, right? This year, Cam Newton, I mean, he's underthrowing them. And he's a powerful guy. I I I don't get it. I really, really don't. Third and eight. Let's see what Cam Newton is going to do. It's their 20-yard line, third and eight at the 20-yard line of the Carolina Panthers. Cam Newton in the shotgun, being flanked by Olsen and McCaffrey, getting extra protection. And, I mean, either he's trying to give it to number 13 or he's trying to give it to Moore. Either way, like, I mean, just just not a great throw. I don't know who he was trying to give it to. I, I really, really don't. So. <sighs> Oof, man. But I know who Jameis Winston is going to give this ball to. Finally. Coming out of witness protection coverage, they have Mike White singled up, uh, up up at the top of your screen. Jameis Winston throws a nice ball to Mike White for like thirty for like thirty yards, first and ten, I think at like the thirty yard line of the Carolina Panthers. Just beats this guy up, 
That's the type of ball that you like to see. Nice job by Jameis Winston. That was a beautiful ball. Nice, high and tight spiral. By the way, nobody's in the stands. Like, the stands are just rippled with with Carolina fans. They're just, they're just like, some are there, some aren't there. It's weird. It's a weird, it's a weird game. So, first and 10 at the 31 of the Carolina Panthers. Winston gives it to Barber. Barber goes, I mean, he, he, it takes like three guys to bring him down. Clock running. Two minutes, 58 seconds left in the second quarter. Because I've been fast-forwarding through the game because some of the, some of the game I can't. I just, I just cannot stand this football. This is terrible. This is god-awful football right now. Second and five. They're just not converting. They're just not converting. Some of the quarterbacks are just missing throws terribly. This is like, this should have been a 12 o'clock noon game. A game that people should have, it should have been relegated you know, nobody should have had to watch this game. And it's a primetime slot game. It's primetime. Because of course it is. It's a game that nobody asked for, but we're getting on Thursday night. They're letting the clock run down to the two-minute warning. It's third and five. Two-minute warning occurs. Jameis Winston and the Tampa Bay Bucks are now driving. Oh, what's going on here? They got Jameis Winston. Why is Jameis Winston? What's going on? Jalen Smith. Oh, okay, I may wa- I may watch that. A- NFL Game Day Prime. They don't have Shannon in it. They don't have Ladanian Tom- Tomlinson in it anymore. And they don't have Carissa Thompson, whatever her name is. They don't have those three people in it. And it sucks. It really sucks. It was really, really fun and interesting last last year. And it was a really, really great show. But now it's just not. Michael, Michael Irvin, Steve Smith Sr., kind of lurking in the shadows. Just lurking. He's, he's not very happy right now, kind of lurking in the shadows. He's pissed. Michael Irvin dressed like a flamingo. Yep. Joe Thomas is there as well. I have no idea why he's here. I think he's a part of the NFL network now. Winston in the shotgun. There we go. Throws it to Mike Evans. Yeah, that, you know, just give it. No, that's not Mike Evans. That's your tight end. That's your, that's Bright White, whatever his name is. I don't know what his name is. Great job by him. In the shotgun, right? I mean, they, they know who, who's going to get the football. They know the read. They swarm them. Three guys, including Keekly. Keekly has been everywhere. Everywhere tonight. It has been absolute. He has been just a devastator of this offensive uh, of this offensive package that the Bucks have been trying to dish out. Buck, not Buck, Winston in the shotgun. Nice throw. Nice touchdown to the guy Goodwin, right? What's his name? His name's Goodwin. I need to learn his name because he's he's actually he's been really really good tonight in some stretches and other stretches he hasn't been. So they give up. They go with the heavy big boy package, right? They play fake it to the running back. Winston gives it. I think he finds his guy to Goodwin. Godwin touchdown Bucks.
Maybe I've just seen way too much of the Dak Prescott game and the Brady game and the Lamar Jackson game and somewhat even of the Philadelphia Eagles game. Maybe I'm thinking, like, th- there should be way more offense and there really shouldn't be. I, I, I don't know. Or, or You know what? I don't think I'm wrong on this. I think the quarterbacks have made some pretty bad throws, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. You know, Cam Newton, he's driving down one minute left in the in the second quarter. We'll see what goes on. We'll see what happens. One minute left in the second quarter. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Play. Cam Newton and the Panthers are driving. Newton avoids the rush, steps up in the pocket. Ball is juggled by George, uh, what's his name? 88. Greg Olson. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. 48 seconds left. Clock ticking. The, uh, the Carolina Panthers are on the 40-yard line. Cam Newton, as always, chewing that blue spearmint gum. Got to keep his breast fresh when he gets tackled by the defensive lineman, as he almost did there. Pocket collapsed all around him. Couldn't escape the pocket. Had absolutely nowhere to go. Clock stops. Incomplete pass. 34 seconds left. Second and 10. I think at the Carolina Panthers 40-yard line. Let's see if Cam and company can put together a drive and actually score in the red zone. We'll see. Timeout called. No, not even a timeout. They were just, it was just, you know, incomplete pass. Second and 10. They're not really rushing. They got, you know, they're, they're, oh, wait, blitz. Delayed blitz. Cornerback Newton throws a strike to more action. Woo. Nice pass. Better catch. Gets out of bounds. Great awareness by DJ Moore. First and 10, I think, at the 40-yard line of the of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ah, they're stringing together a drive. It's like 46-yard line. 46-yard line of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 28 seconds left in the second quarter. Let's see if they can string together some drives here. Two timeouts left for the Panthers. They're bringing five again. Blitz with the cornerback. Newton doesn't read it. I mean, you got to throw it. He 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 pumps again. Like, Newton on two consecutive plays, kind of like, not not consecutive plays, but two plays on this drive alone, kind of like pumps like Dak did when he threw the touchdown to Blake Jarwin, but it doesn't get there. He, he kind of like, he just pumps and he just doesn't, he doesn't sling it. And McCaffrey's wide open. You know, if you got to give it out to the flat, if you got to take the timeout, then take the timeout. But he doesn't have enough time to give it to Moore. He's looking for Moore, who's screaming, who who kind of runs like a, who who just kind of runs like a sluggo kind of. No, it's like the opposite. It's like a it's like a go. Then he runs back and then he cuts back on the inside. I don't know what the type of route it is. Cam Newton, second and ten, gives it over the middle to Chris Hogan. Nice job by Cam making the read. Timeout. Time. 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 You have two timeouts left. You have 18 seconds. I'm gonna try and put on my Tony Romo hat. You got 18 seconds left. Two timeouts. You got you got like a couple of throws on the inside. You know, you want your field goal kicker to be in a better position, but at the same token, you can take him shots in the end zone. You can throw across the middle a couple, you know, once or maybe twice. But you got, oh, excuse me. Now you got one timeout left. Excuse me. You got one timeout left. You can throw it in the middle. Take a shot downfield. Take a shot. Take some shots. Who you got? DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey. It's like the 40-yard line. Listen, take a shot, Cam. This is it. Take a shot. One timeout left. 18 seconds left in the quarter. Take it. Take the shot. Tell your guys, hey, get the heck out of bounds. We're taking shots now. 
the Bucks they're reading that they're taking shots. Newton winds up this. Yeah, I'm like, this ain't going nowhere. I could, as soon as the ball was traveling, I was like, this ain't going nowhere. They also have four DBs just in coverage, I think, right now. Second and 10, 12 seconds left. Let's see what happens. Still, they got a timeout because of the incomplete pass. <sighs> Newton in the shotgun. Please, please don't. I feel like McCaffrey should be lined up on the outside. Yeah, they, they're running it now with McCaffrey. Yeah, they they they're 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 drawing the white flag. They're throwing it down. They're shutting Newton down. Jesus Christ, man! What are we doing? You had you had one more shot left in you. You could have taken another shot. It was second down. I mean, just throw the ball. Throw it up there. Give your guy a chance. You know, this has been just ugh, ugh. Thursday night football. This is what you put on Thursday night. This is why. Yet your your ratings are down for Thursday night. Because you put this garbage on on Thursday night football. What are you doing to me, NFL Network? You know what? Michael Irvin, Steve Smith Sr. I don't really mind these these guys and their halftime shows. Because they're funny. Oh, 100 Greatest Plays premieres tomorrow. I, I kind of wanted the top 100 greatest players, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. 10-9, by the way. I forgot to say the score. I think it has not, Colleen Wolf. This game has been utterly boring. Oh, I didn't realize he was 11 out of 14. James Winston is 11 out of 14, apparently. I guess it's because he hasn't thrown an, an interception in the first half. That's why he's so good. Cam Newton, his hair, like, it, it, he looks like he has black coral on top of his head. Jesus Christ, man. Let me listen to what Steve Smith Sr. has to say. You got to get him involved. Yeah. Steve Smith Sr. talking a whole lot of knowledge like a senior citizen. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Is that, I'm like, who the hell is that? Blanco, Blanco Brown. Are they showing the halftime show on, what? Yeah, they're showing the halftime show. Who is this guy? Eeny, meeny, 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 miny, mo. Okay, this is why nobody... This is why... You know what? As much, I, I cannot believe that people were like, Little Nas X, he's not a country music star, but this guy singing any meeny, 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 miny, mo. He is. Little Nas X, eh. Hottest song of the year. Probably the biggest song of the year. Old Town Road. 
But this guy, any, mini, 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 mighty mo. Yeah, he's a country star. He's a country singer. Number one billboard guy. This is why nobody's in the stands right now to watch the halftime show, by the way. Because it sucks. Any, mini, mini, mighty mo. Jesus Christ, man. Oh my gosh. Let me fast forward, get back to the game. How long have I been podcasting? Probably for an hour and 30. Hour and 23. Didn't want to take up too much of your time. This game is very, very boring to me. Very, very boring. Has everything to do with the teams playing. Everything with the teams playing. Let's hear what Andrew... Aaron, no, 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 no. I'm not going to listen to what Aaron Andrews has to say. I kind of just want to let this game just play on and get this over with. I cannot wait for Sunday Night Football. Because it's like at least if you have a bad game at noon, right? You get to have another chance at having a good game at 3 and then Sunday night with... Who do, who plays? I think... Ooh, <laughs> I think it's the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and the uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Any game that I can watch of the Eagles, mm, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a... a wait, 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 wait. Yeah, they play the Eagles this weekend, Sunday night. No idea why they play them Sunday night, though. That seems just like a weird matchup that you would put the Eagles on on Sunday night when it's like... I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's like you got to give people a participation trophy and be like, you know what? You know, the Eagles, they haven't really had, you know, their, their shot at freaking primetime games. But I'm like, I, I don't know why it's the Eagles. I really, really don't. I don't. I don't know why it's not Mahomes. You know? Most interesting quarterback in the league. I don't know why, you know, why you can't put on Brady again. You know, any, like, Wentz in the, in the freaking Phil, Atlanta Falcons. Like, ugh. Ugh. Again. With the, with the Atlanta Falcons. Like, the Falcons weren't good last week. The Falcons haven't been good in like three, four years. Like, since they went to the Super Bowl. Cam Newton just got sacked after a really, really nice ball. Down to uh, down to Greg Olson, I think it's like sec, uh, second down in like fifteen. Jesus Christ, second and eighteen. Excuse me. Newton in the shotgun. Play fakes it to Christian McCaffrey. Needs to make the read, and he doesn't see the guy coming off his blind spot. Tries to step up in the pocket, but he gets wrapped up. I think this is like the second or third sack Cam Newton has had this game. So that's not good at all. I'm not gonna check. Yeah, he's had one sack. He's had two drop, uh, knock, knockdowns. Excuse me. So second and eighteen at the fifty-yard line. Newton ah tries to give a one-handed pass to Greg Olson. Of course, it's nowhere. He doesn't get anywhere. His offensive line for the past couple of plays have not been protecting. I think it's because of the packages. Yeah, they rush. Yeah, they disguise the blitz. It's a cornerback blitz. They've been doing the exact same thing. It's either a cornerback or a linebacker blitzing, and they've been coming off free. They have been coming off. Todd Bowles, man, great defensive coordinator. He has just been disguising these blitzes, and Carolina has not been adjusting at all. And Newton is is really having an issue reading who's blitzing and who's not blitzing. And when they've been blitzing, I mean, there have been a lot of times where I'm like, just a split second and Newton would have been sacked, and he and he gets hit again. Newton is, this is like the third, the third play on this series, he's been hit. Not sack, but he's been just straight up hit. Again, they're having to scrape his behind off the ground. So because of the sack, they knock him out of field goal range and Newton doesn't complete two passes. So, you know, a little bit of a disappointment on that series. 
Any mini mini mighty mo, but not Old Town Road. All right, okay. I still can't believe that's a country singer. All right, you could have gotten the Little Nas X hottest rapper. You know, currently, it's kind of like when when country was like Taylor Swift isn't a country singer anymore, and and then she goes on to be one of the greatest stars ever made, or not ever made, but you know, one of the greatest stars uh, singing currently yeah you know great job country music you know what you know what anytime that a country that the country music stars or the the billboard whatever whenever they release an artist that should let you know that the artist is going to be a huge star every single time wasn't Katy perry no she was she sung christian music now there's now they're listening to james winston mic'd up i could care less i really could i, I couldn't care less play fake oh wait they stopped the play is it a false star on the offensive line? Not a lot of penalties going on this game. Just a lot of snooze fest of a football game. Should have probably used the bathroom during halftime. I have a feeling I'm going to be fast forwarding through a lot of the second half. <laughs> I have a down, down, down. I have a feeling woo, that I'm going to be fast forwarding through the majority of it. Second and 13 on the five yard line and it gets stuffed. Real quick. The Bucks are kind of going nowhere fast. This guy, 26. I, sw- I remember him on All or Nothing. He's making some plays here. I wonder who they have on, ho- on All or Nothing this season. Who do they have on All or Nothing? Twenty twenty twenty. Apparently, it's the Ravens. I don't know. I don't know. They don't release this type of stuff. They release who's on Hard Knocks, which is just the most boring TV show I've ever seen that covers football. But nope, on the football, on, on the TV show where it actually uh, shows off the freaking the freaking team playing football, they're like, eh, we're not going to announce anything about who's the team and all that good stuff. By the way... What did I, I think I talked about on Monday or on Tuesday, a cheerleader of the Oakland Raiders with abs. Speaking of cheerleaders, the weird thing about the cheerleaders is that they have their backs turned to the game, right? So it's not like they can actually see, because on that play where um, the, the Panthers, by the, not the Panthers, excuse me, the Bucks, they, uh, they went three and out yet again. Of course they did. And the cheerleaders, they were cheering and they were applauding, and they didn't actually see what was going on on the football field. So either it was just lucky or they just were just cheering because that's their job. I don't know. Again, I don't get why cheerleaders are in NFL games. I don't get why mascots are in NFL games. It's not like I see the mascots or the cheerleaders watching the games. Cam Newton throws a ball to Greg Olson. Great job by Cam. But it's not like I see it. By the way, it was like a 30, 40 yard pass. It was, it was a really, really great ball, excuse me. But it's not like I see the mascots or the cheerleaders. You know, if they were more interactive with the actual broadcast, it would be better. But I mean, I guess they're doing it for the local fans. I'm obviously not a local cowboy fan. I don't live in Dallas. I don't, you know what? It's weird. It's like even my, my parents, they lived in Dallas for a couple of years and they loved it. But it's like if you ask me, hey, 24, would you love to live in Dallas? Or would you literally love to live like anywhere else that you had the option of choosing? I'm like, of course I'm not going to pick Dallas. I have no idea what Dallas is about. Apparently it's a party city. I don't know. I don't know. They're running it with McCaffrey. 
I mean, he has nowhere to go. The defense is starting to shut down the run. They're starting to play play to shut down the run. Second down, probably, yep, second and nine. Greg Olson put his helmet off, took his helmet off. Greg Olson, I mean, he had a bloody nose this game. Greg Olson is just taking a beating right now. Nine minutes, 40 seconds left in the third quarter. McCaffrey, 31 yards, six, uh, six receptions, I think 37 yards. I don't know. I don't know. what They went too fast. The Panthers, second and nine. Newton in the shotgun. McCaffrey right next to him. Let's see what happens. Newton looking, looking, and he gets sacked again. He gets sacked again. He was winding up. What the hell are these offensive linemen doing? I can't even watch this football game almost anymore because of how terrible the protection has been. Jesus Christ. Let me watch this left tackle. Left tackle just gets straight up beaten. Just straight up beaten off the line of scrimmage. He is getting manhandled right now. Newton has to scrape his behind off the field. Just ruins a perfectly good drive. They're, listen, and he, I think he gets sacked again. Newton in the shotgun. Holds the ball for way too long. But also, by the way, guess who gets beaten on the second play in a row? Left tackle. They kick the field goal. It's good, I think. Bounces off the right upright into into the back of the end zone. It's good. Jesus Christ, they got to start protecting Newton. They got to start doing this. I hope they do not have as boring of a game like they do. They, what's what's the next Thursday night football game? It better be not this boring. I promise you one thing. I prom. I just saw the frick. I just saw the score. That was so fucking stupid that I just did. Did that. It's the um, the Cardinals versus the Ravens. Then it's the Chargers versus the Lions. The Colts versus the Titans. 49ers, Bengals. That's a that's a terrible game. No, these are week two games. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But what's the Thursday night football game? The uh, the Titans, Jags. Eagles, Packers, that's an interesting one. Rams, Seahawks. Uh, Giants, Patriots. Chiefs, Broncos. Some of these Thursday night games are really, really good. But the early ones are just... The earlier ones are just so freaking boring. Chargers, Raiders. Steelers, Browns. Colts, Texans. That's a really, really good one. Bears, Lions. I get that they're trying to make the Thursday night football games divisional rival games... But some divisional rival games are god-awful. They are god-awful, terrible. They are horrible. I saw the final score. Should I keep watching or should I... Should I keep watching or should I not keep watching? Because I know it's going to happen. I gotta stop doing this. I, I gotta get off of Google. I didn't mean to Google the actual score. I just meant to Google Thursday night football games and it shows me the score. So. Should I Google? Should I not Google? By the way, Carolina loses 2014. But they're a playoff team. I will fast forward. I am not interested in this game at all. The fact that I know the score kind of just doubles that as well. I spoiled it for myself. But I mean, it's a it's a literal crapshoot, you know. It really is. The quarterback play is boring me. It is 
boring me right now. Do you realize how hard it is for, for quarterback play to actually bore me? I love watching football, but I cannot watch this type of football. You know? It's just terrible to watch this type of stuff. Jesus Christ, man. Let me see if there's anything else I should cover. You know what I'll cover? Because I'm not gonna not gonna finish this game. I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm done. I know the score. Jesus Christ, man. Just fast forwarding through the game. It's 14 to 17. Let me see a, a drive from the Panthers. I want to see one drive from the Panthers. I think this is probably the possession where they score the three points. We'll see. No, they punt it. 924. Week two spotlight. Dak's not on it. It's Mayfield and the and the Jets, the Saints and the Rams, the Chiefs versus the Raiders. Oh yeah, like the Chiefs are gonna lose that game. And Mahon and Wentz versus the frickin' Falcons. Yeah, of course. Oh, of, of course it is. Of course it is. Of course it is. Newton. Let's see what he has. 9.24 left in the fourth quarter. Remember, I fast forward because I just, I cannot watch this game anymore. It is too boring to me. Oh, man. They blitz. They're coming after him. Newton. I mean, ugh. Underthrows yet another ball to Samuel. I mean, when I say this dude was free and clear, I mean, story of the game. He's just been underthrowing guys. He looks injured where it's like he's he, he lacks the touch. I mean... This dude is free. He has to come back for it, and it's underthrown. He's free. He's beaten. He's beaten his guy. He's beaten the safety. That's as free as you're ever gonna. That's a touchdown. I mean, no. It's the fourth quarter. Nobody's in the stands, and it's fourteen seventeen. They're not like down by a lot. They're just they're down. They can't. They can't pull. They can't string together drives. I think Carolina after this season, if if you want my honest opinion about it, and and Newton just missed a wide open throw to to Moore. If you want my honest opinion about it, I hate to say this because it's Cam Newton. How long is he signed to a contract? Contract. What's his contract about? Hold on, let me let me find his contract. How long is he signed for? Let me make sure. How long is he signed for? Oh man. He is signed until the 20 after the 2020 season, he will be an undrafted free agent 2021. I think they're releasing him. I think they're releasing him. He has I, I think they may give him one more year, but I think after next season, potentially this season, they're gonna release him. I don't know how he's going to get better as a quarterback, you know? And, I mean, there have been throws, there have been breakdowns in the... This offense has just not been good. It hasn't. There have been breakdowns in protection. He has missed easy balls. What Receivers are dropping passes. I mean, everything that literally can go wrong has gone wrong. The Carolina fan base, they're not having any of it. A lot of them, I'm, I'm watching them right now. It's nine and... 
it's nine minutes left. They're leaving. Everyone's leaving because they're like, this isn't going good. Cam Newton isn't stringing together. It string isn't stringing together. Excuse me. Any drives right now, like they just they aren't doing anything positive offensively right now. And of course, the Bucks they stroll out onto the football field. All they have to do is just run it and convert. But uh, the the Panthers defense is going to break down once again. And you want to know something interesting? Apparently, the Panthers have a good defense. But I mean, I tell you something, man. If Jameis was a better quarterback, I feel like this would have been 28 to 14. I feel like this would have been an absolute route, a rut of a game. I feel like this team, the Carolina team, would have just been absolutely destroyed. Absolutely destroyed. But, you know, it's not. Mike Evans is lined up against an undersized wide receiver. Mike Evans looks just like, just pissed off because he hasn't beat. He, he's, he, I mean, Mike Evans is a big dude. And Jameis just, he doesn't make the correct throw. I mean, it's just, you want to talk about a disappointing night in football. One of the, I mean, it's, it's better. It's, it's worse than the Bears game. Because at least with the Bears game, you have like the Aaron Rodgers throw. Well, maybe not, maybe not. At least it's like, I get to make fun of Trubisky, but it's like, no, this is just, this is just sad to watch because these two are going to get cut. Like these two are going to get cut probably by the end of the season. Like as as good as quote unquote of a, of a game as Winston has had. Let me check out the box score. Because as good as a quote unquote game as Winston has had, I feel like if he was against almost any other playoff team, which I don't think the the Panthers are, if he was against a playoff team, he would have lost his game. So now the Carolina Panthers are zero and two. completion, 103 passer rating, 208 yards, one touchdown. Mm. Let me check out his his stats for that game. I wish I could just, you know, like do this, right, into Google. I wish I could type in a player's name or team and then just be like box score. Let me see if that works. I got a link to ESPN. All right. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm talking about. So the Bucks versus the, um, oh, Jesus Christ, man. Oh, Lordy. I mean, ugh. Ugh. They just, I was about to say, yeah, that this is great. And, and it's, it's live, but they haven't updated it yet, so. And the game's over with, by the way. Game is long over with. Yeah, ESPN hasn't updated their stats. I wish you could just... Like, why can't they just upload... Isn't someone tracking their stats, you know? Why can't you just update their stats? Like, put their stats up on the freaking, You know, up on the freaking, You know, on the internet. I feel like this isn't hard. So... Jameis Winston has two two touchdowns, three interceptions, and a four and four hundred and two yards. Let me let me see what he has. Week two. Um, he completed sixteen of twenty five, sixty four percent pat completion percentage, two hundred eight yards. Uh, excuse me. 
8.3 average um, like yards per attempt. Uh, one touchdown, three sacks. He played a good game, but a very, very boring game. I've watched, I don't know, like an hour plus of this game, and I've just been... Huh, I've just been bored. Um, this is probably going to be the last drive of the game. Newton, he's probably going to go for uh, for the touchdown. I think everybody in the Panthers organization is going to be like, we can't win with Cam. Look for them to put in Will Greer like week eight, week nine, depending on how. Let me let me actually check out. Before I say that, let me check out the Panthers season. Uh, and they blitz again. Greg Olson picks it up. Not Greg Olson picks it up, but Greg Olson, uh, Cam, Cam does a, a good job reading the defense. Man, has Cam not looked good this game. Nice catch by Olson, and it's a one-handed grab by him, too. What was I looking up? Oh, yeah, the Panther se- season. By the way, two minutes left in the, uh, in the quarter, in the fourth quarter. And it's third and four. Newton looks for DJ Moore. And it looks like they're driving. It really, really does. But we all know what happens next. They play next week against the Cardinals. Then they play the Texans, Jags, Bucks again, 49ers, Titans, Packers, Falcons, Saints, Washington, Falcons, Seahawks called Saints. Let me just count out the losses here. I think they're going to lose to Cara, uh, to to the Cardinals and go 0 and 3. They could really in the next two games go 0 and 5. Jesus Christ. When that they could they could theoretically, to be honest with you, they have Panthers, Cardinals, Texans, Jags, Bucks. Like they they could I think they will probably lose to the Cardinals depending on how. Mm, we'll see we'll see. They could lose to the Cardinals. I think they're losing to the Texans, Jags, Bucks. I think those are two losses. Now that I maybe not the Bucks. We'll see we'll see how the Bucks play that week. But I mean I mean looking at some of these games, man. Then they got to play the 49ers. The 49ers, they're a crapshoot. I mean, some people are like, the 49ers are a playoff team. And did you like what you see from from the game against the... Uh, who did they play? Uh, did they play the Bucks? Yeah, it was the Bucks. I think. They, both teams were terrible. Jesus Christ. But I mean... All right. They play against the Titans, the Packers, the Falcons, the Saints, Washington, Seahawks. I mean, they play against a lot of good teams this season. And they play against the Colts. Which a lot of people are like, the Colts suck now that Andrew Luck is retired. Don't sleep on Luck. Newton is still driving. I mean, he's almost in the red zone, to be honest with you. One minute, 54 seconds left in the game. I think they're going. what they're going to do is they are going to... Um, he didn't get the first down. DJ Moore didn't get the first down. Um, but they marked it. They marked him as he, as, they, as he did. Probably because they didn't give... Oh, and they were about to challenge the call too, but um, probably because they did. And, and oh yeah, by the way, it was because it was the uh, the two minute warning or whatever. They couldn't challenge, and the rest got it wrong. Of course they did. Noon in the shotgun on the forty something yard line, and again, DJ Moore is running three free. I mean, 
he's beaten his guy off the line of scrimmage, and and it's like he's gone essentially. Um, Ken Newton is on the thirty-one yard line. Let me watch this play again. Yep, I mean he's gone. It, it's a touchdown if he if he if he just lobs it. It's a touchdown. He's not wide open, but he has the separation. You know, he has a couple of yards of separation. DJ Moore should have got that, or it should have been thrown at DJ Moore. But again, what was it? Underthrown once again. Yeah, it's just underthrown. Cam looks like he's injured. Some people were making it about his his ankle. I mean, he, all a lot of balls are just underthrown from Cam right now that I'm seeing. A lot of these balls that that would that would just break. And and the weird thing is, he's been like sometimes he's thrown really really deep balls and they've been really really good balls, but other times he just like he just like underthrows guys, you know. And he's not beating Winston. This is Jameis Winston that he's not beating. Like, the defense hasn't played great, but neither has the offense, you know? This is a quote-unquote playoff team, according to some people. Those are to number 10. I mean, some some of these some of these have got it. Some of these guys have just got to start. I've <sighs> just got to start just doing something, you know? Cam has got to start doing something, man. I mean, his team is driving. It's 143 in the quarter. They're in the red zone right now. Uh. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say. This is where you make your money, you know. This is where you got to make your money. Um, I what's what's the issue? What is the issue here? I think they're calling holding on the offense or something like that. I don't know. They're bringing the ball back. What what what's going on here, refs? What 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 is the situation? It's a face mask. That is an obvious face mask. That is an obvious face mask. Why is this being called back? It was an obvious face mask and obvious completion. By the way, Chris Hogan is on the sideline right now. It's an obvious face mask. Why is this being disputed right now? Obviously, it was a face mask on the defense. Jesus Christ, man. What? What? Like, seriously? Like, how hard is... Uh, this has been discussed for... This is being discussed for like 10 minutes. Refs, what what what's going on here? The ref is still staring at the camera. Why are you staring at the camera, dude? What my guy? What is going on here? Let me listen to what Joe Buck and Troy Aikman have to say about this. So they're adding on yards. Why is it taking this long? Talking about the face mask, it happened. They they're discussing the rules. I don't really care. The, the refs get get this handled. Get this situated. Okay, so they're 
They're talking. They're yattering. All right, here we go. First and 10 at the 11-yard line, right? This is where you got to convert, man. You got to score. I mean, and Newton just bounces it off the ground, man. Trying to find the open guy. They're running a crossing pattern. I mean, it's it's well played by the defense. I mean, Newton had nowhere to go with it, but I mean, it was a well played well played by the defense. I I mean, I don't get why they just aren't running it. You know, why they just don't run a couple of plays? Run it like you don't for, for starters. You don't want Winston to get a shot at scoring a field goal, right? That's the first thing. Second thing, like, just switch it up. Run, play fake, you know, have McCaffrey just, you know, get out of the backfield. I don't know. I mean, McCaffrey has had 17 touches, 53 yards, right? So I get why they're not running it, but you got you to gotta run it down here. You got to do something. They got a free safety in the end zone. Newton in the shotgun. They rush four. Way too high, but I think he was trying to aim for 10, who was wide open. Newton gets hit again. This has just not been a good game for him. Third and 10. They rush four. Left tackle. Story of the game gets beaten, beaten, beaten on this play. But yet again, the ball was too low for Samuels. So, this guy, whoever has been... This guy, Barrett, who has been beating the stuffing off this left tackle. Man, I mean, he's having he's having one hell of a game. They rush four. Gives it over the middle. To that guy, DJ Moore. Fourth down. Panthers are looking to win, just like the Houston Texans did on Monday. But we know what happened during that game, and we know what what's about to happen during this game. Jesus Christ, this has been this this has been a rout. I think Bruce Arians calls a timeout. Ron Rivera is staring blankly into the you know into, into the camera. Fourth down. Let's see what happens. Panthers one timeout left. This is the game right here. Here we go. One on one coverage with uh, Moore at the top of the screen. What's going on here? Someone threw a flag, I think. What happened? I don't know. Arians, I mean, his face is as red as it can possibly get. Jesus Christ. Here we go. Cam Newton takes a knee. Gives the play call to his guys again. He gets up. Again, same coverage. You have more. I mean... Listen, it's fourth and one at the two-yard line. Don't run a fucking... Oh, my God. Oh, my... I cannot believe they just ran that play. They, I think they were trying to run some variation of Philly Philly because, of course, every team, every team ran that play, that exact freaking play last year. Everyone is like, Philly Philly, the best play of the year. And it's like they, the Patriots ran that play before. The Philadelphia Eagles did. And I'm like, I'm watching the play and it looks exactly like Baker Mayfield. Like Cam Newton is like, he's talking to the guys. He's talking, it's the exact same play. And the the worst thing is, Newton's wide open in the end zone. I'm like, it, it it's exactly the same thing. Newton is off the right, off of like the butt of the right tackle. 
I mean, he, it looks exactly like the exact same play. I think he got it. I mean, I think he would have gotten it. I think I I I don't I don't know, man. That was a weird play. Out of all the plays that you could have ran, DJ Moore singled up at the at the top of the screen. You could have ran some type of like version of it where you had Cam out blocking, right? Because Cam's a big dude and he's a strong dude. He's Superman essentially. You have Christian McCaffrey wanting in behind him. I mean, it's a wildcat formation. And it's pretty much Philly Philly. They they fake the toss. Christian McCaffrey, instead of going right with Newton, he goes left. Because in the you want to know the worst thing? They have him going to the strong side of the field where everyone's lined up to, to just waiting to hit him. Run strong side. I guess they have two tight ends and Samuel on the field. But it's like, oh man. I mean, just, just a terrible play call. Terrible play call. And as soon as I see it, I'm like, they aren't running that play on the, with the game on the line. They aren't running it. Please don't run it. I'm like, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. <sighs> and they lose. They lose. And, I mean, just terrible play call. Terrible play call. We have a freaking playbook the size of a dictionary and you decide to run some type of variation of Philly Philly. Okay. Oh my gosh. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. I, 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 what, what a way to end a football game. Just a play call that everyone and their mother has seen because... Everyone and their mother has seen the Super Bowl. And, of course, it just... Just duds out. What the heck was that play call? Let me watch the uh, the, the Jets versus the Bills, and then I'll peace out here. By the way, before I do that, everyone and their mother keeps on telling me that Rob Gronkowski has um, is going to return to the NFL. He's going to bail out Brady, all that good stuff. Um, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it at all. I don't see him coming back to the NFL. And I said this before, Gronk doesn't seem like he's a really, really smart dude. He, he really is. And he under, and he, he details in this article recently that he has had 20 concussions in his entire career and five blackouts on top of the numerous amounts of surgeries. And there's also this article talking about how he was crying after the Super Bowl, not because of tears of joy, but because of tears of pain, because he was absolute, he was in a tremendous amount of pain. He had the deepest bruise in his quadricep that he had ever had in his entire career. Blood had to be drained from his body. Like he was, the, the dude was just beaten up, right? Does he honestly, like he's the greatest tight end in all football. Ever. It's not Antonio Gonzalez. It's not Mike Ditka. Whoever you want to put. It's Rob Gronkowski. Nothing will change that. He is the greatest tight end in football of all time. 
Nothing will change that. Not another Super Bowl. Not another year. Not another season. He's Rob bleeping Gronkowski. And he's one of the greatest football players of all time. If aliens came down from the heavens one day and told us we have 11, we have 22 football players, we can recreate excuse me, a genetic copy of 22 of your football players and we will play your 22 in a galactic football game to determine if your planet survives or our planet survives. If Rob Gronkowski isn't in the starting 22, there should be riots in the fictional <laughs> in the fictional football game that I've just made up. Let's watch Jets versus um, Bills, which I heard was a crapshoot, and this is Darnold's first game. And you know what? I, I will bring this up until my dying breath with Darnold. Uh, for a quarterback who is apparently clean as a whistle, you would think he wouldn't contract a disease that you can get through saliva. Allen. Looking for Cole. Doesn't give it a Cole. Gives it to somebody else. How loud is it? I don't think it's that loud, right? Yeah, it's not that loud. Let me bump it up just a little bit for you. So that way it's not like muted a little bit more. There you go. Let me bring it back down again. All right. What just happened? They got it. This is Darnold. Gives it to Le'Veon Bell. Gains like five yards. Gives it to the tight end or whatever. They don't convert. Allen, I'm going to just fast forward through this. Allen runs. Gets first down. Play fake. Had to, had to put a little bit more air on that ball. He would have had a touchdown. Sam Darnold would have had it if he had put a little bit more air. The DB, whoever, uh, the linebacker, I think, caught up to the guy and just made a hell of a play. Darnold spinning, and he gets sacked. Like, badly. He puts him out of field goal range, I think. Frank Gore, the old man out of the rocking chair once again. Play fakes it, or not play fakes it, excuse me, pumps. Doesn't convert. Where is he? Terrible play call. Allen. Gets intercepted again. How do the Jets not win this football game? They've had three turnovers in the first half, and they don't win this. This is like Carson Wentz versus Dak Prescott all over again. Carson Wentz, his team had three turnovers. Dak Prescott's had zero. And somehow, some way, Dak Prescott comes in and wins the game. I mean, they, they made a play at the 50-yard line, right? You would think that they would score. Here we go. Darnold. Let's see what he can do here. Darnold dumps it up. Crowder gets hit. 
Darnold, 100, by the way, Darnold should have gotten sacked there, 100%. DB doesn't wrap him up. Just doesn't wrap him up. Ball gets batted down. They're bl they're blitzing again. One guy just comes off, you know, off the uh, the left guard. Should have wrapped. It was very, very similar to the Doris Armstrong missed sack on Eli last Sunday. This doesn't wrap him up. Doesn't bring he he doesn't he doesn't wrap him up and he doesn't bring him to the ground. He no he wraps him up but he doesn't bring him to the ground. I'm sorry about that. Let me fast forward. They're calling a safety for the JETS Jets Jets. Eight and O Bell that stutter step that you saw in Pittsburgh. He has it once again. I heard that Le'Veon Bell was great in this game. I don't know. I didn't see it. Gives it to Le'Veon Bell again. Colin Cowherd said that Levy, that uh, Sam Darnold doesn't have a number one wide receiver, but uh, he sure does have a number one wide receiver and a running back in the form of Le'Veon Bell. Touchdown, by the way, Le'Veon Bell. I said this, uh, like, I thought this, like, two two years ago, that it, why are they attempting a second-point conversion? Darnold scrambling. I mean, oh, my God. Oh, and Le'Veon Bell gets it. Just Sam Darnold literally just threw it up in the air for Le'Veon Bell. But he doesn't have a number one... He doesn't have a number one wide receiver. Sam Darnold doesn't have a number one wide receiver. Ladies and gentlemen, he doesn't have a one, number one wide receiver. Yeah, he sure doesn't have a, a number one wide receiver in the form of Le'Veon Bell. Of course he doesn't. Of course he doesn't. He doesn't have a number one wide receiver. Sam Darnold scrambles and just heaves it up in the air. And, I mean, the guy is... He the the DB had all the time in the world. The the Bills defense is like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you should have knocked it down. It was obvious. Like, Jesus Christ. Sixteen and O Jets. Allen steps up, bats it down. Cole Beasley. Defense, you heard it here. Roughing the passer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. That was so late. How is this guy, Allen, beating beating Sam Darnold? The Jets and the Bills are two terrible teams. Hmm. Brown, or not Brown, Allen looking, firing, almost intercepted for the fourth time in the game. How did how did the Jet how did the Jets lose this game? The Bills scored a uh, oh my gosh this Bills scored three points. Allen in the shotgun heaves it. You have Le'Veon Bell. How do you lose this game? They gives it he gives it to Frank Gore. Singletary, and that's a touchdown. Nope. No, it's not. He almost had it. Now he has him. No, he's going to run it in for himself. All right. That's what we call 
He no, he he could have given up. He, to be honest, he could have dumped it off to the to the um to the running back. Allen could have on that drive, but he didn't. Third and twelve. Jets they don't convert. Ten and six, ten of sixteen. Five minutes left. Singletary. This dude is Jesus Christ, man. We gotta watch out for this guy when we play the uh, the Bills, because this guy's the real deal. So this sing this guy Singletary. Oof. Man, they blitz Allen, but he still has a clean pocket, and he heaves it downfield. Three minutes left. Jets. They blitz. Allen dumps it off to. Yep, to that guy Singletary once again. Heaves it downfield. Touchdown. Touchdown, Bills. What just happened? Okay, there we go. Like my monitor just disappeared. I'm like, what just happened? Darnold, third and one. Heaves it. Why? Why? Oh, why? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why on God's green earth would you do that? Run it in for the first down. You have the two-minute mark. You have the two-minute warning. You have two timeouts. You have good protection. You have. You can just escape the pocket. They have two spies. They they have one guy on Le'Veon Bell. Like you have a free lane. You can slide, and he's just standing in, and he heaves it down the field, and he and he doesn't get his feet set, so the ball is underthrown, and now it's fourth and one. They probably don't convert. Why would you do that? Yeah, they don't convert on fourth down. Oh, no, they do. Oh, never mind. Oh, excuse me. First and ten. Darnold lines up. Overthrown. Illegal use of the hands. Hands to the face. Defense. Hmm. 120 left in the fourth quarter. Two batted balls by the Bills. There we go. Darnold, he's got to make a play here. And, I mean, I have no idea who he just threw that ball to. Fourth and ten. So, two batted balls, pressure in the pocket, and he gets just destroyed. Like, in the same just possession. I mean, just batted balls and not great reads, man. Yeah, I mean, the dude just, the, the dude that batted the ball came off free. Just straight up free. I mean, the for starters, the defensive line is doing a hell of a job reading Darnold. They throw, they threw the ball ev on every single down, though. Why not run it? You have time. You only need a, th a field goal to win the game. Just run the ball. And I mean, Darnold, he he's out of his element, man. I'm watching him. He is out of his element. Out of his element. Out of his element. This is the guy that everyone's talking about. The dude is out of his element. That's why you got him Le'Veon Bell. But when it comes down to crunch time, do you run the football? No. This is exactly... The, you're overthinking it. 
with the Panthers. Run it to keep the defense honest. That's why you got to run it. You don't got to run it because, you know, because of, um, because your running game is going great. You run it because you want to keep the defense honest. Some of these teams, they deserve to lose, man. They really, really do. Some of these teams, man, I mean, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't get their play calling. I don't get their play selection. I don't get why their schematics sometimes are janky. Some of these damn teams, they deserve to lose, man. But not 24's podcast, which you can find on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Podcast from Radio Public, pretty much where you can find any podcast you can find 24's podcast, excuse me. Oof, man. Cowboys playing this weekend. Eagles playing this weekend. It's going to be a packed weekend Sunday. I'm going to take a couple of days. I'm going to rest. going to recover. I'm going to make sure I'm straight just so I can make sure I can get Sunday and make sure everything is done on Sunday. I'll see you Sunday. Until then, I hope you have a fantastic day. And I'll see you next time.